I am Bradley. I'm Ollie. And again, I'm Jack. Uh, we will be talking about a plethora of subjects. We'd first like to talk about the new Five Nights at Freddy's news. That it is the rights for Five Nights at Freddy's has been bought out by Warner Brothers to make a film adaptation. Uh, yes, a film adaptation. And which one? First, second, or third? I don't know, but after looking into the law of the law of Five Nights at Freddy's is really deep and really t- scary, but I don't mm. think it would work in a film. I'd love. I'd love to. I'm gonna go watch the film, but I'm gonna take Oliver with me, and Jack's gonna come along. Yeah, I've never played any of the games, so it'll be kind of a new experience for me. Yes. I think it was bound to happen, considering that the game has basically become the new Minecraft. Where no, if you type no. in YouTube Five Nights at Freddy, the most of the videos on the first page have got tens of millions of views. Mm, I, I wouldn't call it the new Minecraft. Well, I'm t- I, I mean in terms of popularity. No. It's up there with Minecraft. It yeah, is. it's up there with Minecraft, but nothing will ever be the new Minecraft. And even so... You listen, never know that. You never know what the yourself. future of gaming will be in store. It's still going to be called the new Minecraft. Minecraft is still up there. There's nothing that's going to beat Minecraft, because everyone's going to call it, oh, it's the new Minecraft. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Which will then beat Minecraft. And But people will say, oh, this is the new Minecraft. Yeah, and then once something else even better comes out, they'll say, it's the better insert title here. This is the better... It'll still be, this is the better Minecraft, because Minecraft... Well, I'm sure when Minecraft came out, they said this was the better other world-building game. Yeah, it was the better real gaming Lego sort of simulator. It was the better... It's a Lego simulator, let's be honest. The better... With resources. um, The better indie game. It'd be indie game, but Something people like call it Minecraft game. Five Nights at Freddy, correct me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, sorry. I will. Is a game that was developed in, like, two days. Like, the guy uh, made it in one or in two In a game days. jam. He made several games beforehand that used his 3D engine to make people. But the game, the people who reviewed it said that they looked too much like animatronics. That okay. gave Scott the idea to then make Five Nights at Freddy's. He made Christian games with Christian people and tried to make it look family friendly. They just look more like scary animatronics. Ah. Okay. And then when someone said that, said that they look like animatronics, he made Five Nights at Freddy's, which has now become a very popular game that took him not long to make and is making him big, big money. Oh yeah, he's um, made three games now. He's made three games in the space his, of a couple the of years, or maybe a year. Of his li- about a year, year, maybe a year and a bit. Yeah. And the rights for his game, where the rights for it have been bought out by Warner Brothers, one of the biggest distributors of of um, production companies as well. Yeah. Or maybe they are just they're more distribution. Yeah, wise, they're a bit of everything. How amazing has that got to be? I'll just make a little game. It won't do much. Oh my God, Warner Brothers want to buy it. Because movies have different trends over the years, and I suppose the current trend would be the superhero genre, which will go on for quite a while. It's superhero um, slash Fast and Furious. And I, I think said... the new trend will be, in a couple of years' time, will be the video game genre. They're going to touch on more of the, uh, well, the video game characters and develop yeah. them into movies. Because obviously a lot of video games are becoming more appreciated as in terms of great storylines and great um, in-depth characters. 
when you well, look it's at games kind of... like The Last of Us. And yeah, well, it's kind of already games. started, but in the wrong way. And I mean, they're starting in the wrong way. I mean, Wreck-It Ralph, that's, that was a good film, but you're saying about all these, The Walking, not Walking Dead, uh, The Last of Us and Uncharted, films that are being made, movies that are being made about video games are about classic video games. It's what, it's what brings in the money. Because the people who are, go- who are going to watch the Uncharted film would have played the Uncharted game. Yeah, but it also so, which is a very to... niche, which is a very niche audience. Not really, because it'll cater, it'll cater to moviegoers as well. It'll cater to but the average moviegoer. Possibly, but what do you mean possibly. Everyone goes to the movies, dude. Even non-gamers yes. go to the movies. People that don't have never touched a controller in their life or a keyboard. Yes, but okay. With... Before four major arguments break out, let's move on to the next subject. It's, yeah, it's actually a movie subject. Um, an Ant-Man trailer came out. We haven't heard you talk much at the moment, Jack, so why don't you give your your view on this? Well, I watched it a minute ago, and I must admit, I've forgotten most of it already. Um, he can go small. There's another suit of someone else who has similar technology to him. I've, I don't know what Ant-Man was supposed to be before the movie, in the comics or whatever, but apparently he's a bit different to what he was. Ollie, you probably know more. Um, I've not read an Ant-Man comic in my life. He is, oh, yes. he's, he's featured in a couple of comic book stories that are on my shelf, but what I know is that the guy that's in the film is not the original Ant-Man. The one in the film is Scott Lang, and the old guy that tells him, hey, you should be the Ant-Man, is the Hank Pym, the one that everyone's familiar with, um, the Ant-Man. Okay. But Ant-Man is, well, a lot of people would call him the Aquaman of Marvel Comics, <laughs> knowing that Isn't... he has quite... When he gets smaller, apparently his his strength rises, or his strength gets bigger. It's the same Because they're strength. going with the idea that ants, because ants can actually um, lift 50 times their own weight, I think. So they're, they're trying to like make it as if um, he, when he's small... Uh, he can lift the same as a human, but more, I suppose. So he's got super strength. I think I don't know if it's a hundred or like a thousand or something, because they're really freaking strong. They are. If they were the size of humans, they would be massively strong. Yeah. So the strength of a human, size down, times what an ant. He's just super strong. I mean, in the trailer, he threw um, one of the carriages of the train set toy thing. But anyone like can do that. Yeah, and he, he was tiny. No, when he was guy. tiny, though. He has the strength of a normal human. I think that's what it is. I'm not the strength, sure. Yeah, yeah like he has the strength of a normal human and the speed of a normal human when he's small. But then, so did the other guy, which makes no sense. If they're both the same size when they're small, they've both got the same strength of a human, and they're throwing stuff that normal humans can throw about. But it's not about who's... But uh, like the train set, for example. About who's in the suit. If I threw, if I threw a train set at you, you wouldn't go ah and get squat. You'd go ow. That that's just what's going to happen in the film. Yeah, it's I good. think I think um, based on the trailer, it's hard to describe what the physics is. Yeah, well, it's, it's comic book. When he's small, com- he's still really fucking strong, and he can beat people up and it's throw comic, stuff. It's comic book logic. Comic book logic just makes no sense in the real world. Yeah, mostly. Batman can bench press. Um, a, a thousand pounds, which is crazy. 
and Batman can beat Superman. And for some reason, Superman can beat Goku. Keeping in the Marvel Universe, uh, Oliver here has been recently watching the new Daredevil series on Netflix. Would you care to tell us more about this? Okay. So Daredevil is a Netflix series where basically they've released all 13 episodes of um, season one, which is a a delight to a lot of people, but I would call it quite tragic because a lot of people will be binge-watching it. And I think the whole schedule of how TV shows go traditionally works better, because then you just have all the months ahead planned out for you to watch a show. For instance, Game of Thrones, because then you have, like, four or five months on Game of Thrones. But this show is its actually really, really good. Incredible, actually. Um... The tone that they go for the film is not at all what many of the other films and TV shows in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are sort of going towards, where it's more family-friendly. It yeah. stays true to the de- um, the character um, and that sort of world that he sort of belongs in, where he operates in a part of New York, Hell's Kitchen, which, to basically sum it up, it's, it's like Batman's Gotham. Uh, the higher powers are corrupt, and there's a lot of criminal activity going on. And, you know, he so tries to make the Gordon city Ramsey's a better place. Hmm? Gordon Ramsay's terrible TV show. Well, I think that was after. That was that came after. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, can you imagine that? Gordon Ramsay versus Daredevil. That would be quite an episode. If they Daredevil would die. No, because he he'd be he'd be sweared to death. Sweat to death. You can't even fucking see... Like, Daredevil's on the other side of the hair. He'll, he'll be severely he insulted, can... and then he'll just cry and go... You can't even fucking him. see. You can't even fucking see. What are you fucking doing? Go home. <laughs> like, Daredevil's on the top of a skyscraper. I sense something, and just in the background... You fucking can't... You can't fucking... <laughs> He's just crying on the rooftop. Why you did I fucking decide to <laughs> Yeah. Nobody cares about a blind shit. guy with really good hearing, you fucking twat. <laughs> I said I sense trouble. Your shit, devil. To keep keeping to the superhero theme, Bradley, you recently read Civil War. Yes, I read a, a comic book graphic novel that Oliver kindly kindly let me borrow that I've been wanting to read for a, a while now. It's the it's the Marvel Civil War. It's it's very, very good. It, it's very good. It doesn't have a lot of characters in it that I'd... Anticipated. Yeah. Yeah, anticipated. Mm. Like, I anticipated Deadpool to be in there at some Daredevil's point. Daredevil's in there. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I expected Deadpool as I saw a couple of things here and there. Punisher was in it. It was... I, I saw a side of Punisher that, that... I didn't expect all of the Marvel characters to act that way to Punisher. Yeah, he's but, a very dark character. Yeah, and it's very cool. For example, there's a scene in the in the graphic novel where uh, the Punisher's done a mission and then they all gather round and there are some bad guys there. The Punisher then shoots the bad guys that are trying to help the good guys. Then Captain America comes up to the Punisher and punches him and sends him out. And everybody's looking and wondering why the Punisher didn't fight back to Captain America. It's because... The Punisher based his tour of duty in Vietnam on Captain America. Did he mention Vietnam? That's... I didn't yeah. know that. That's incredible. Yeah, he was... And that's well, why he's re- black what, ops. What and... really happened is 
he shot them and then Captain America was like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you remember that shitty PS2 game you made? That was fucking shit. How dare you? <laughs> Punisher didn't resist because he was like, yeah. He just yeah. has a different moral code to, you know, a, a, a normal standard superhero. Because, it, you know, superheroes like Batman, Superman, they go by a code of conduct where they can't kill people because it will unleash the monster inside or they they become no better than the person that they killed for the very reason. Which is why it, Batman has never killed Joker, which is fucking awful because he's a mass, he's a mass killer. And how the Joker never really wants to kill Batman. Because without Batman, what is the point? He because is he'll just win. Yeah. In the cartoon where he did kill Joker. That, yeah. but that, that was Robin. Uh, I digress, though. Uh, the graphic novel series is very good. It starts off very good, and then it... I rooted for one side, and that one side didn't win. I expected it to win because everyone was leaning heavily on that side to win. And the comic book was very biased toward that side winning. They were very biased that the other side was the bad side. But it's overall, I wasn't very happy with the outcome, but it was a very good graphic novel. Cool. Okay. Uh, moving on to Great Fins, which is a terrible segue, actually. Um, well, I was about to make a segue, but carry on. There was a lot of hype for Game of Thrones uh, season yeah, five. Yeah, uh, is... listeners won't hear it, but a minute ago. We actually were interrupted because Game of Thrones, as we're recording this, will be uh, premiering their new season in eight minutes from now. Live. But this, this is not live. This is live on the television pre-recorded. But this obviously, is... Obviously, they'd already leaked, uh, someone already leaked the first four episodes online and this, that and the other, but it premieres on telly in seven minutes. It's not worth um, watching the first four episodes this early. Because, like I said earlier, you shouldn't really binge-watch TV shows. You should just do it week by week. Otherwise... Unless they're already finished and the new series is coming out. Unless you need to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Like myself. I'm up to episode 5 now, and I... Of of series 1. Of series season 1. This is an American show. Would you like to know my perspective so far as a newbie? Would that be good? Yes, we'd love to know because last couple of episodes you kind of dissed it, even though you haven't watched it. But we're I, willing I to give you another chance. Right. For all of those who would like to get into the thing, and I will give you some experience. Here are a couple of words that spring to mind. Incest. That's a lot falling, of falling children. Wolves. Jon Snow. And uh, Sean Bean dies. And that's the based off the first five episodes you've seen. But the first five episodes... Um, and there's only like seven episodes in season one. You haven't even finished it and you've already given it a summary. The uh, blonde kid's a bitch. Between episodes, he is constantly bitch slapped by Peter Dinklage. That's that's all I hope for. That's all I between, love between, between every episode, between every single episode... Psh, psh, what are you doing, boy? Ah, I'll tell mother... As Jon Snow... In the character, he was in this TV show thing. I don't know what the name of it was, but oh, he was on a parody, it was... wasn't he? Yeah, Jon Snow at a dinner party, and it was quite funny. Where he, he's basically just miserable the whole time, and he talks about the wall and his life, and he's a bastard son. And Egrid, his first love, died and murdered a baby and shot him in the chest with an arrow and spoilers and stuff like that. Um, but he still manages manages but to every, retain every, the like, same face. 
Every, yeah, he does. He's just, he's just miserable the whole time. The host is like, John, there's no wonder you've got no friends. That's, that's not small talk. You just... Why are you like you don't need to talk about that? You need to like ask them who their friends are, like what they do for a living, if they got any siblings, stuff like that. All my friends what, are uh, dead. Yeah, it's like, oh, John, do you have any siblings? Uh, they're all dead. Murder his own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a he's like a medieval version of an emo. He, Basically, he's, yeah. he's, he's the medieval Edgar. He's, he's a bit of an emo. He's the medieval Edgar Edgar Allan Poe. So so John, uh, what do you like to do? It's called I Don't Like to Do Anything. It's cool. Edgar Allan Poe only ever actually published, like, one book. I don't know much about him. They're very famous for his poetry. For being a depressing... I know that one funny South Park episode where he acts like a complete tool. Yeah. Oh, you're such a downer. Talking about things that make make you depressed, I haven't seen it, but Bradley just, just earlier watched the new Terminator trailer. Yes. Don't watch it. To all of you, do not watch that second... Do not watch it. Don't watch it. When it opens up... Care to, care to describe it at all instead of just saying don't watch it? When it opens up, it's very nice. But all I'm going to say is, to all of those who watched... Uh, this is going back a long time. Terminator 2, one of the greatest sequels of all time, had one of the worst trailers of all time, because it ruined a main part of the plot. One of the biggest scenes in the film that you wouldn't know if you didn't see the trailers you'd think take for example you watch the first film you want to go watch the second film and you don't watch any of the trailers there's a scene in that film that blows you out of the water that's like oh my god i didn't re- i didn't see that coming at all it way over my head it's gone wow i didn't see that coming in this one it adds something that i wouldn't have ever fucking expected at all they from the adverts, from the first trailer, it looked cool. It looked very, very cool. Because it seemed like it was a reboot, a rebooty kind of Terminator 2 as it had the T-1000. I don't want to say anything else. Just do not watch the second trailer. Don't watch any more trailers. Watch the first one, that's all you need to watch. Just don't watch trailers in general. Because <laughs> well, yeah, nine yeah. times don't, out of ten, they'll don't spoil ever watch the any trailers. Plot. Yeah. Actually, uh, there, there was a trailer that came out. I don't know if it was today, but it's uh, quite big news in the gaming uh, front. Uh, Destiny, their new expansion pack is coming out next month in May sometime. Um, they release a, a trailer for that, and you'll actually be going into the reef, which is actually a, a place you can look at but can't go anywhere inside. And you actually meet some of the characters from the reef in the um, vanilla campaign and you're going to get a bit of a backstory on the blue people and the fallen uh, you mean the ones from Avatar the big blue no. Navi people no they're Smurfs? just normal they're just normal dick humanoid blue people uh, I can't remember what they're called though. it's always blue aliens always. yeah blue, blue alien people I mean I, I've I've played I have played Destiny I've played up to I think it's is it where where did you say where would you say I got up to? I uh Or did you reach level ten? No. Well then you're basically nowhere. I got to you, Mars, you, I think. You got to Mars by level ten? I don't think so. But I'm I'm level sixteen at the moment. Oh so you have gotten past level ten? Yes, sorry. Well yeah, uh, level sixteen I suppose you could you could have gotten to Mars by that point. 
I'm on Mars and I've done a couple of missions. Mars, the, Mars isn't the second planet. No, that's the moon. Mars the is moon? the fourth the moon's planet. Not a planet. Not? The moon's well, the not a planet. Is, the moon is the second map you unlock. Uh, then oh, I, I thought you mean in terms of science in the solar system. No. <laughs> no, just the game. Our moon is a moon. It's because... not a planet. No, there's the Earth, which is... You go to the Cosmodrome, which is in yes. Russia. And then you go to the moon, and then you go to Venus, and then you go to Mars. And on the map between Mars and Venus, there is an empty space called the, the Reef that you can actually look at. And you can look in, you can select it and look into, but there's no planets or anything you can go to, which is just going to be DLC. I so have it's a something they may have just cut out. And there was actually a glitch a few months ago where people actually found content in there. And so it was actually on disc DLC that they just cut out of the game, and then they're going to stick it back in next month. And then, obviously, the only other race they could do a DLC about, they'll go to the people that live on Mars. I can't remember what the name is. But they've done one race so far with the first DLC. Then they're going to do the fall end of the second DLC, which is coming soon. And then they're going to do the guys from Mars for the third DLC. And I don't know if they'll go and go, go past that at all. As far as announcements for DLCs go, this is the the last one that we actually know anything about so it's, it's going to be cool and as a Destiny player I'm looking quite forward to it I have a question yeah do you think do you think and be honest we'll be alive when man lands on Mars yeah I think yeah I think we will because I heard in possibly a couple of decades it will become a reality I'm not sure well when I'm, I'm we're 19 now so Let's you've say got, when we're 60. It will probably yeah, we've got about 60, 70 years left, so... Yeah, I reckon. We'll be old. We'll be old as probably. shit. We probably won't be able to see. Well, yeah, we'll be old telling. saggy. We'll be old and saggy, and it'll be on whatever TV is then in 60 years. Oh, it probably won't be, Hi. be a TV. Uh, to all future people who are watching the Retro Bodge Pod, we are here live on your, on your um, Oculus... Rift 5000s and and your Windows Hollow Lens 12. How does Oculus Rift work with a podcast? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this Basically. is 60 years from now when I think it happened. Talking talking about old wrinkly ball bag men that we will be in Black Ops 2. Woods, who was a character in Black Ops 1, um, is a wrinkly old douchebag. But they've recently announced Black Ops 3, which I don't know if it will have the same characters. I can't really remember. But in the trailer, I think I, I can remember hearing... Mason, the numbers! Brainwashed. Yeah. The numbers, Mason! So I don't know if Mason's going to be in the Black Ops 3. I'd, I'd like to watch it. Is his son uh, or something? It doesn't reveal much. It's just like a really f- no. theatrical, artistic-looking trailer. It's not one of those... Lots of words. Right, these are the scenes from the cutscenes and beginning of the screen. gameplay. Is there any explosions or is it just no, talking? It's just like this. It's to, it's to give you a sort of vibe. It's to get you excited. It's basically, it's basically just audio with some artsy fancy words in the shape of people. That's why like, it's like, like, on the screen. It, uh, is it strange to say that Skyrim has been out almost four years now and people are still playing it? And still, I still talking play it. about it. I still yeah. play it. It's like it's like people are trying to invite me into playing that game, which I know I'll never play because I know my life will be play sucked, it. sucked play into it. it. I have played it. 
I Not didn't want to play it because I knew that I had some bit feel... of life at me that told me mm, I shouldn't play this game. You could feel yourself. Any longer. You could feel yourself being pulled into it. Well, I'm not anymore, because I don't give a shit about video games. I'm, I'm more into the comic book world now. I've been buying and reading loads of graphic novels and books. But gaming used to be one of my favourite pastimes, but it's only reduced down into I have a TV and a PS3 and that's about it. Enough, no PC Master Race bullshit. I'm, I'm not, I don't get involved with that stuff. But it's fun mm-hmm. when people. It's fun when fanboys um, argue over it online. It's, it's a good. It's a very good game. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you play it. Yeah. I'm gonna sit down and watch you play it. And I'm gonna. I have played get, it. I'm, I'm gonna. If I've played it, if I've you. played it the first time and thought hmm, I shouldn't play this because of the consequences of not having the life, then I'm not gonna play it the second time round. Well, it's fine this time. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. You're just saying that to convince me. It's content for the podcast. <laughs> Talking about games that are best on PC, like Skyrim, is uh, best on PC just because of the modding scene. Oh, yes. Um, NVIDIA have actually released uh, or are releasing a new driver for GTA V on the PC, so you can get the best experience for your GTA V game on the PC. They've, they're releasing loads of things on GTA, haven't they? It was only recently that they brought out heists and now they're doing this heists are very very good from what i've seen of it and they look awesome and i really want to play it i need my playstation jack needs a working playstation and, and we i need already a... have one i'm just waiting here and we need a fourth person <laughs> for this to work we need a fourth person who's gonna be our fourth person my brother uh, <laughs> hilarity will ensue from then on my brother yes. is not allowed to play it gta oh Oh, that makes sense, because I was really, never really allowed to play GTA, but I did play a lot. But... GT3. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto was my first 18 rated game. Is it? Yeah, what was yours, Oliver? Uh, Black Monday? Which was like a Ooh. British rip-off of GTA. Uh, so it is GTA. Get, Getaway Black Monday. Yeah, that's the one. That's the second game in that franchise. Yeah, it was cool because I could relate to it, because it had all the British things going on driving police cars that looked familiar with the whole in, uh, in yellow and orange neon colors on it and yeah it was cool my dad owned the first game and it starts off with just oh we're moving out and then people come around with with guns they kill your wife and and they steal your son and then you've got to chase them that's how the game starts and you're pretty much just what what okay and then you're thrown into a car, and they expect you to learn how to drive. And it's very much, what are the buttons? I can't drive. This fog is annoying. I can't see anything. Oh, I hit a car, and that's how I lost the game. And then and you're using like, a particular hmm. set of skills, you must find them, and you must kill them. Yes, very much so. I didn't play past the first mission. I just found cheats to get out of the first mission and roamed around. Yeah, that's the only problem with PC games. It's too easy to cheat. Yes, I found that on uh, bringing it back to Skyrim. Uh, I bought Skyrim, and I've bought uh, Fallout 3, the ultimate, the the game of the year edition. And as soon as I got out of the the starting areas, instantly, okay, let's mod the shit out of this. Okay, let's cheat the hell out of this. 
because it's fun. But what I find myself doing on the PC version of Skyrim is I just go, right, I want to play Skyrim. But before I do that, I go and look at new mods, and I install new mods, and then I go to play Skyrim, and I don't play Skyrim. Well, I play Skyrim on the the PC version. It's very hard to just play the game. Yeah. When you have the ability to cheat and use mods to improve the experience. When it's right there in front of you. When it's been made so easy to cheat and like, the experience can be so much more fun, you can't really just enjoy the game. It's yeah. like it's like when I play The Sims and you can't help but um, just add more money or use the money cheat to yeah. give this single parent family a billion dollars and buy this giant mansion Stimulus. and give, them, this... give their kids a college education. And all that. Well, <laughs> I, I find myself having stuff. fun with that, though. I used to do that. Yeah. Where you just, you couldn't help but just give them loads of money and spend it on. Yeah. That that will be fun. But when when it comes to Skyrim, you mod it to crap, and you're like, yeah, this is so fun. And then five minutes later, it's it's rubbish. Like any game, it's you boring. want to use, yeah, you My want to use mod. The cheats, but as soon as you start using the cheats, you get bored very quickly. Unless yeah. you installed the the killable children mod. Did you know there's something quite strange about that? You were originally supposed to be able to kill children, but they removed that from the game. But if you add a mod that makes you kill children, you know the black guy in Whiterun? After you kill that horrible little bitchy, whiny bully in Whiterun, he comes up to you and says thank you. No, actually, it's not the black guy. It's actually one of the other little kids who's a boy who she beats up. Oh, yes. Sorry. She's bullying this little boy. It... And if you, you can actually see her telling him to bring her gold or she'll beat him up or whatever. And you kill her and he's, thank you, thank you. Thank that's actually, that's, that's still in the game. You kill me again. <laughs> kill me again. Thank I've, you. Kill me I've, again. Thank you. I've killed Lydia so many times. And then just resurrected her. Like, just spawning in armies of giants and having her fight them. Hi, Lydia. Defend yourself, Ooh. Lydia. Prove yourself worthy. Hi, Lydia. Yeah, as, as soon as you Hi, get Lydia. to Whiterun, you can literally run, run to the pub, get this follower with full plate steel armor, run out to a giant, land a killer, take all of her armor, and you've got really freaking good armor right at the start of the game. I didn't That's know that. Cruel. Bit of a cheat. And then you can just go straight up to Dragon's Reach, pick your way into a cabinet and get an elven steel sword, an elven sword, not steel sword. So you can have full play armor and an elven sword at like level two. And then you'll be able to kill things quickly, earn experience fast, and not die. And yeah, it and it pretty much just makes you OP as crap. Yeah. And then when you get to higher level, and when you've finished the Alchemy Infinium. Uh, thing and you've got the Agma Infinium. You do that glitch and then you just cheat well, your way to level 81 and a half. On consoles, it's a bit, diff- it's a bit difficult because it was patched out, so you have to like start a new game. Start a new game it. without the patch, yeah. Yeah, on PC it might be a bit different, but still. On PC, you can just get a mod to do it. Like well, I've yeah, got. You can just cheat. You can just set yeah. your levels to maximum. In fact, um, you can set your levels to higher than maximum. Yeah, that's what I've done. And. Yeah. Like, I've set my attack speed to stupidly high, so I just hit the mouse button three times and I've cut a guy's head off. So any battle, every kill is a cutting the head off, but it's always in third person. 
it's always slow motion head cut gone or if it's with a bow and arrow it's always slow motion kill no matter what that translates really well into gta 5 when you're running after someone and you tap the rt or or on ps3 you know whatever that button is um (laughs) you just sort of teleport we don't teleport you sort of speed run towards that person and just clobber them on the back of the head because obviously they're running away from you what Oliver's trying to say is, if someone is running away and you want to hit them, if you run after them and hit them, you will jump forward and hit them, like the perking Call of Duty uh, commando or something, which meant you could stab two people in front of you. To, there's the distance of two people in front of you. Have you seen the impossible battlefield kill? Have you seen that video? It's a no. guy who's in a jet. And then he jumps out of the jet, snipes or quickscopes a guy that's in another jet, and then hops into the his jet. It's so crazy. I've heard it's of that. Battlefield logic right there. I've Battle seen videos fields. of a guy, he jumped out of a jet, chucked C4 on someone else's jet, hopped back in his, then, well, it detonated, and then it hopped back in his. <laughs> I love those kills. They're so cool. Yeah. Call of Duty's got going for it in that line would be tomahawk kills or ricochet tomahawks yeah, or they're, they're not they're not they're, they're not very inventive you know? they are quite funny to look at sometimes yeah but battlefield like, is just over the top crazy you can see yeah. of really creative things yeah battlefield's died down a bit though because hardline was such a flop well lots of people actually like it but they they keep saying all they got to do is remove battlefield from the name and it's a good game Great cops and robbers game. Payton. That's only that's only a, if you've never watched a, then a crappy it crime drama before. Yeah. Otherwise, it's completely predictable, pretty shit, and it's buggy and glitchy as shit. It doesn't matter if it's called Battlefield; right. it'd still be called a Payday ripoff. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Well, kind of Payday. I I haven't played it, but just makes you worried that. Since the same guys are making this, the new Star Wars Battlefront games, they want to fuck it up. Really uh, they're not. They're yeah. not. Visceral Games, the guys that made Dead Space. No, I mean the guys who made Battlefield Dice. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't make uh, Hardline. Vis- yeah, I know that Visceral made Hardline. I mean, do you remember the state of Battlefield Four when it came out? Yes, but do you remember the state of Battlefield Three when it came out? It's the same, but when Battlefield Three. A year later, it was amazing. It, was it took them a year to get it right. Yes, but... If they do, if they do that with Battlefront, people are just going to abandon the company. How long did it take for Steam to get right? Years and years. About Steam. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, it takes <laughs> a long time. If it takes... Dice... Fuck, fuck this up, just make it Battlefield Star Wars Edition. It's going to be crap. All hope will be lost. Yeah, yeah but imagine the graphics on that. That'd be it'll incredible. be incredible. It'll be. It'll. It'll look sweet. It'll it's look like if, you're in a Star Wars movie. If it's buggy, first-person only, Battlefield-style gameplay, and nothing else. Think of the map design, though, because Battlefield has really large, really detailed and intricate maps. Yeah, it's just, just imagine it, that on like Endor. If it, or... if it feels like you're playing Battlefield 4 in a Star Wars environment, then it's just gonna be shit. Although um, a lot of the battlefields in Star Wars are quite plain. Like, yeah, Hoth is just, just, just a really yeah. massive snow desert. But that's, and, that's very... Not snow desert, it's an Andor. is just a, a forest. It's, yeah, if, it, if it's just going to be Battlefield 4 reskinned to look like Star Wars, everyone's going to absolutely flip their shit. 
But Oliver, what other ba- what battlefields in any real world conflict look nice? Oh, look, it's a city. Interesting. Like Endor is amazing. You don't have walkers in real war, and yeah. like Cloud City on the first battlefront, that was great. With this one, they have to find a balance between battlefield fans and Star Wars battlefront fans, and just Star yes. Wars fans. Yeah, that's that's going to be a very hard medium to find. It's going to be difficult. The only problem is is that I've seen the actual Star Wars Battlefront title and it's got EA slapped onto that title and it just looks ugly, knowing how fucking awful of a company they are. Yeah, considering how many gaming companies they've ruined over the years. Yeah, they've ruined one of my favourite being uh, being Westwood Studios, which made. Command and Conquer. Hey, hey, there you go. There's your Command and Conquer this week. Uh, com- uh, Jack Simes here has recently bought the Command and Conquer Ultimate Collection. Do you have the soundtrack? The soundtrack. Yeah, they promised soundtrack when you got that. You don't have it, and neither do I. Well done, EA. Well done. Thanks, EA. Thanks, EA. And thanks for making it nothing but downloadable. Thanks for making Origin a shitty, shittier version of Steam. of Steam. This is the part where we say. Thanks, Obama. But instead of Obama, replace it with Electronic Arts, yeah. a game company that, that was good and is now shit. Anyway, moving on to stuff that we not talked about, but I feel like we should have ages ago. And this is the announced Star Wars spin-off film. They've basically titled it as Star Wars Rogue One. Rogue One? Mm-hmm. Well, I just know that Rogue One is a fleet in the sort of the rebellion the new republic as it were not really though it's pretty much what they become after they defeat the second empire but still in the old canon but rogue one basically they're the best flight squad in the whole of all of the flight squads in whatever you want to call it the new republic or headed spearheaded by a rogue leader they are top. They are the top gun of the Star Wars universe. Basically, yeah. And yeah. in the Star Wars trailer, the new movie, you see people in X-wings. I don't know if that's representative like, of what Rogue One is going to be like. That could be Rogue One. Or if that could be Rogue What's One it? in the movie. The same people are in the spin-off. I don't know. It's not what people were anticipating. They wanted a Han Solo or a Boba Fett. Spin-off. I'd quite like to see Boba a Yoda Fett, one. Yeah. Yoda one would be cool. I wouldn't mind more on Star Killer. Considering Lucas I'd, said he was non-canon. Yeah, I'd love to have Fuck seen. Lucas. I think we'd all love to have seen the Star Killer film. Very, but, very recently brought out the digital deluxe editions online, downloadable versions of all the films in preparation for the new one. Ooh, I know what I'll be getting. And um, well, I'm not buying for the seven millionth time. Well, I think um, don't they? With every Star Wars DVD Blu-ray edition, they always change scenes. Very minute changes, and I don't know if he's if they're going to keep up with that or they're going to just put the originals in HD. Because they always well, change that one scene with um, Han Solo and Greedo. Yes. Who yeah. shot first? Nobody yes. shot first. Han, Han shot. Solo just shot. That's all. I mean, Han, Han shot Greedo, and that was it. But they changed it because he didn't want to make him look cold-hearted and animated his face to lurch to the right. Oh, that was the ugliest bit of CGI or oh, editing I've right, ever seen yeah. in my life. One of the biggest complaints about the Star Wars Blu-ray collection was that they made Yoda CGI in Star Wars Episode One, which I would have thought would make more sense to have him CGI in the first uh, three films of the saga to make it look 
Oh, it looks newer. They all add together. Like, four and five, he's a puppet. One, two, and three, he's not. He grew up to be a puppet. Getting back to Rogue One, I don't know if they'll set it in a previous time frame or if they'll put it alongside the new movie. Or if they set it in the same time as uh, the original trilogy, it's going to be very hard to say. Yeah, it'll be weird. All I know is that, is that it's directed by the guy that did Godzilla, Gareth Edwards. Yes. And I think he's got... He's one of those fanboy directors that know what they're doing and they know what the fans want. Uh, that's that's a little risky, though. because Why is that? Because within fans, you've got fan conflicts. No matter what it is, you'll always have fan conflicts. In the Star Wars franchise, there was a line drawn in episode one, Minichlorians, which tried to science the Force. Science-size. Yes, and you've got the fans that believe in Minichlorian, that treat it as canon, and then there's the other ones that don't, that don't like Minichlorians. Midichlorians. Midichlorians. If he's a Midichlorian fan, we're screwed. Why? Well, we do know he's a big fan of big lizards. Because Minic- atomic fire out of their mouth. Yeah, because midichlorian, midichlorians weren't mentioned in the original, so they shouldn't be mentioned in the new. That's fair enough. They might not even know about midichlorians anymore. That's true. It could be lost Jedi. Yeah, it might have yeah. been a science that they that was lost in between the uh, death in, of the old yeah. republic. Well, the when the Jedi temple was destroyed. Republic. When when the Jedi were attacked, maybe the Jedi destroyed their own artifacts to keep it from getting into the wrong hands. Yeah. It might have just been Anakin and the Emperor were the only two surviving people who really knew about midichlorians because they were the only two force users apart from... Yeah. Um, well, Yoda knew Obi-Wan about it, and Obi-Wan died. knew about it. Well, Yoda's dead. Obi-Wan died. Vader's but- now dead. The Emperor's now dead. But and, then, and, and if you remember, they destroyed all of the Jedi temples. I don't know if they would have kept some of the data or if they just destroyed everything in the Purge. Mm. I'm assuming what the explanation would be was the the knowledge of, about midichlorians was lost. Possibly. I'd like that. Uh, and if it'd be very funny to see, like, them, someone mention midichlorians and then someone says, Minna what? And then they go, never mind. That would be very That's funny. Like, Couple of di- couple of little comedy moments that yeah. that would suit Star Wars. That would suit the new Star Wars very well. Something that was caught on with the movie industry is that I think Transformers are also doing this. They're doing this like its own universe where there's different un- uh, movies based in that universe. So they're kind of doing what Marvel and DC are doing. A lot of movie franchises are becoming universes where films are based on certain characters certain settings but they all fall into the the same universe Marvel would be the greatest example of this where the Marvel Studios universe which is Iron Man not Spider-Man yet and not X-Men or Deadpool but Iron Man and Captain America and Thor and the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy and Inhumans and Captain Marvel and Black Panther and yes. Iron Fist, and Luke Cage, and so many other characters that Marvel Studios own, except Fantastic Four and X-Men. Which History. are two different universes, and yet they collide lots. It's quite confusing. Well, actually, funnily enough, I think Fox is putting the Fantastic Four universe with X-Men. So they're having a Fox Marvel universe, if that makes any sense. 
that... I must admit, I completely forgot about the new Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, that's coming out soon. They released an image of what Finn's going to look like, and he just, yeah, he looks like the Finn. There's nothing much to say about it, but he looks like the Finn. Does he... I don't know. Does he... <laughs> He's just really rocky. He's nothing like the... The thing from the other two movies. He's a bit orange, and he says covering time. But he's not the rubber suit one from the awful Rises Silver Surfer in the first one. Is he he CGI, though? It's CGI. It's motion capture. Is he good CGI, or is he... Well, have you you seen Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? The the sort of things they do with motion capture nowadays is incredible. The the textures... Unless they've got Andy Serkis in it, it's not good. (laughs) Yeah. Unless Andy Serkis gets a job in that film, then... Um, no. Unless he's the motion capture director, you're not going to do very He probably well. does. He does a lot of that consulting. When it's nothing to do with motion capture, he does do, like, um, consulting. Like, he did yeah. he did it for Godzilla, where he, he wanted to make sure that the Godzilla they were going for felt like a real creature that would exist. And yeah. the way he moved would... Yeah, Andy Serkis is actually in the new Star Wars movie, and he actually did the voiceover for the trailer. I thought it was looks like we got an alien that walks a bit strange. Andy Serkis. I thought it was combat. Actually, most most of them were are actually um, props, and they're actually real world created characters. Yes, CG. Which is going to be very nice. Very nice. Yeah, like the ball droid in the old trailer. Well, I've mentioned this in the first podcast, but. It was actually a physical... I might have mentioned it. can't really remember now. It's it a practical a physical effect. Droid. Yeah, it's How a practical that, effect. How does the head balance on the ball? It's, it's weird. It's not balanced. It, uh, it looks like it is. I know. It And it's shot in such a way that it looks CGI. Yeah. It's very clever. It looks CGI, but it's actually real. It kind of defeats the point, mm. really. It might have been real, but then slightly edited. Yeah. To look more professional. Can we talk I mean, about the um, the the purpose and the use of the new lightsaber? We're actually uh, what what what's the, its why is it why <laughs> why yeah, is think, the question? I think instead of a, it, looking at it from a practical standpoint, I think because it looks cool of the look of the lightsaber. If you look at it, it's it's not one solid bar of light. It's it looks more raw, like more raw looks, power, so it might be actually, it, look, it might yeah. be more powerful than a. It looks a, more like a flame than a blade. It looks yeah, unstable. It, might, it, it may be an unstable, older or new bodged version of a lightsaber that needs exhaust exhaust ports on the sides. That's one theory, yeah. So instead, because if you look at it structurally, those bits would be completely useless as sabers. I mean, lightsabers, uh, the actual hilts themselves, the handles, the hilts is what they're called, never have been practical. They never look practical, they never feel practical. I've had yeah, lightsaber so stories. If you were to use it like a claymore moving much more slowly, you'd lose a saber fight in seconds. So it's you need skill no, I mean, to use it. In, in terms of if they were to cut you, if you were to swing a saber in a certain way and it would touch your, touch your arm or your wrist, you'd have to be much more careful using it so you couldn't swing yeah. it as quickly because you'd have to be more careful. Yeah, because oh, it, it, be you'd be just it. holding a stick and waving it around, but you'd have a blade at the end of it that you could not feel. You could see, and you could see what you were cutting, but you would not feel that. Like, with a normal sword, you can feel the blade because you can feel the weight. With a lightsaber, yeah. you can't feel the weight of light. 
if you look at how people swing sabers around and stuff, and they the way they maneuver with it, if they had exhaust ports on the sides or two extra sabers on the handles, they'd end up cutting their own their hands off. Yeah, they would. So using this claymore style lightsaber, you'd have to go a lot more carefully, and that would lose you any fights unless you were really freaking good. When yeah. lightsabers hit, like when they come into contact, do they sort of bounce off? Yeah, there are theories that they fuse together, which is why you don't really see them sliding along each other. Right. Then there are cases where that's happened. Okay, Th- that explains why the the hilt part of the new lightsaber kind of works. Because if it slides down, it stops the, well, li- no. the other lightsaber from No, it wouldn't, because no. there's actually two small metal bits that jet out to the side that would you just cut straight down through those bits. And cut your fingers off. Ooh. So well, it, then, it would then slide down, cut one of the exhausts or extra blades off and cut down through your hand. You, if someone were to slide the lightsaber down through that, it wouldn't stop it because there's a metal component and it's not just laser. Yeah. I can't believe they teach kids how to use lightsabers. Well, you, you have to start yeah. Jedi training at a very young age. Very Anakin was too old and he was only ten. Yeah, and he's one of the most powerful Jedi of all time. And he was too old. He was too old to start training because he was ten, so you have to start at like three or whatever. You, when you're born, you're, you're chosen when you're born. Where'd you read this? This is all from the mythos of Star Wars. Yeah, where'd you get it from? Do you read the wiki? The or depths do you of actually the internet. The, the, the depths of the internet and books Wikipedia. and lore and nerds and all sorts. It's, it's very in-depth, but bottom line is, if you had a lightsaber <laughs> and you could slide it down... I mean, you've had lightsaber fights, toy lightsaber fights before. Whenever you clash, you always slide it down to get the other one's hand. Or you just, like, constantly thwack them, and then the other person says, Please stop! I give up! Stop hitting me! I think that lightsaber, it'll either be a really old one, or it'll be a new one that he put together because there are no lightsabers around anymore. Yeah, Uh, like, he had to get shards of a crystal instead of the natural crystal. Yeah, like, he couldn't shape it properly, so it's not as stable. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. We will learn about it not necessarily in this film, because this first film will be self a self-contained film. In every series, the first film is self-contained. The second one has got a cliffhanger. Be, the third one has got the, the ending. End, yeah, there'll be bait at the end, but it will still be self-contained. And obviously it's, it's going to be a three-film thing, so they don't want to just yeah. explain away everything in the first movie. It'll be three films, and then you've got your, spin-off. your spin-off films. Yeah. yeah. He might. That might be one of his only appearances, and, you'd, and he's not actually the main villain. Yeah. In the movie, he might just be the dark, mysterious figure that's going to come in later on. Yeah, he could just show up here and there. Like the emperor wasn't mentioned in the original series until. Yeah, like he could be the representation of the emperor. Like he just yeah. shows up every now and again, and he's the final boss, basically. And there could be other things yeah. to do with um, Han Solo's son and stuff like that. Oh, like Azog the Defiler in The Hobbit. You don't actually defeat him until the very last movie because he's yeah like, exactly like, yeah he's the prominent he's, villain. he's the end boss so yeah. this guy might just be an end boss so is it Azog you never know that's his name right yeah Azog just trying to recount from the Hobbit. Azog the Defiler yeah yeah, yeah Paylor right. and then his son Bolg where Legolas is defying gravity when he's fighting the, one of the pale orcs well, and Legolas he goes up the Legolas defies gravity in all, all of the movies he's in yeah all the I mean, rocks have fallen down or parts of the bridge are falling down and he's just stepping on them. Like, but then you got to remember, you got to remember in the Fellowship of the Ring, 
they're going through the mountain and everyone's in a trench in the snow and Legolas is just lightly stepping over the well, fresh snow. It's because he's yeah. an elf and he yeah. likes to And then there's obviously sometimes. with the troll in Balin's tomb, right, running up yeah. the chain and things he like that. He floats down. That explains why Well, no, why it's, not, it's not. That was just terrible effects. But, yeah. I mean, running up the chain, that would be pretty hard. Second film, going down the steps on a shield. Yeah. Third it's film, been... Mumuk, uh, the, the Mumuk that he kills. In The Hobbit, the second film. First where Hobbit, sli- he's not in it. Second, second Hobbit. Film, he's sliding about, swinging he's, about. He slides about a million it. miles. And yeah. in the last one, obviously, there's the fight with Bog and a number of other things. And also the horse in the second Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. That was cool. When he flicks around to one side and then flicks all the way around to the other side and gets up on the horse. It's been confirmed. Legolas is in the Matrix and that's why he's he able to Neo. do all those cool stunts. That would be cool. No, that's, that's, that Neo. explains it. Neo he, versus he, Legolas. Neo dies and then Legolas becomes the one. And he does all these crazy <laughs> physics defying Legolas shit. becomes the one. He passes down the mantle, which is his glasses, and just gives Legolas the glasses so and the jacket. Legolas. Even though Legolas seems to have a massively square jaw now, even though he was quite slim in the in the Lord of the Rings movies. Orlando Bloom is Neo. Well, you know Luke Skywalker, um, Mark Hamill. Yes. Before the second film, he got he was in a car crash, and his jaw was fucked up. And put it back in place, and then in the second film, you see that his face looks different. Yeah, he's got a bit of a fucked up face. Yeah, they- he still does though. They worked around that very cleverly because if you remember in Empire Strikes Back at the start, you don't really see his face. Then he gets captured by the uh, the Wampa. Then he escapes. Then he's put in the tube. Then he comes out and he's healing. He's been attacked and hurt and been in the snow and looks horrible. And he looks healing. Yeah. That yeah. kind of explains it. That may have been written into the film anyway. What movie was it where... One of the actors were actually had a facial injury, and they only showed one side of his face for like an entire scene. Probably the guy uh, that played two somebody face. had a no. Somebody had. <laughs> that's a very good joke. Someone got a massive bruise on the side of their face, and they could only shoot for a couple of days with that side of his face, and it was shot yeah. very well. And I, they managed. They managed to do it without you ever noticing. Yes, I, I think. Was that was that a lot of the no? Was it a Star Wars film? I don't think it was Star Wars. I think it may have been Avengers. I think it might have been Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr.? Or maybe it was Mark Ruffalo. Might have been Mark Ruffalo. No, because he didn't get involved with the action scenes. He was always in the green uh, green screen studio where he did all the Hulk action. Yeah. So he wouldn't have gotten an injury like that. Maybe it was Chris Evans. It might have been one of the the Avengers. Captain America, I'd assume, because he did a lot of stunts in that. The, Possibly the jumping off buses. Wish I have to look this up at some point. Parkour. Yeah, but it's so seeming, uh, so seeming this that you just wouldn't seamless. notice. Seamless, even sorry, you you just wouldn't notice it. Like unless somebody mentioned it to you, you really wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, unless you were told before watching it, you wouldn't know. Mhm. Right. How far are we into this podcast? Uh, about an hour. <laughs> I, I did a check. Should we wrap things up? So, do any of you have any closing remarks at all for this podcast? Other than that we're getting the Star Wars film basically every year is quite cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. For three that, years. I had that thought in my mind and it sounds amazing. Like, we're going to have a good couple of years. I like 
how everything is right now. Like we're waiting for everything. In ad- advert advert wise, there's Star Wars. There's um, there's Hobbit DVD um, adverts out at the moment. Game of Thrones ads and shit. Terminator. Like, Terminator right now. There's loads of really freaking cool stuff that we all really enjoy. DC and Marvel films coming out every year. Yeah. All of the like, coolest stuff is coming out. Yeah, soon. actual cool stuff that and we TV like. And TV shows are actually getting cooler as well, for some yeah. reason. They're just bringing out awesome TV shows. Like I mentioned, Daredevil is is phenomenal. It, it, you could pass that as being as good as The Avengers, because it, it, it's that good of a show, actually. It's Anyone can watch that show, even if you're not into superheroes or Daredevil. Subscribe to iTunes and YouTube, and also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Okay, go on. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) There was no signal. I was supposed to go second.